Welcome to Peaceful Parenting with Pam. I am your host, Pamela Query, and I am here to help you keep your cool while still getting your kids to cooperate so you can parent in a peaceful way and actually enjoy being a parent. That means no more endless negotiating, lecturing, or explaining. No need for threats, bribes, or consequences. No more daily yelling. So if you want to create a peaceful family, I'm here to show you how. Welcome, welcome dear parents. Today I'm going to be talking to you about why you'll never ruin your child by being a gentle parent and by responding to your children's needs with respect and with love and with warmth. So just to introduce myself, my name is Pamela Query. I am a certified hand-in-hand parenting instructor and I am based in Belfast in Northern Ireland. So feel free to say hi in the comments. Now I'm not very good at uh, getting looking at the comments and, and not losing my train of thought, but by all means, say hi, leave a comment and I'll catch up with them at some point. So this live is for you if you are committed to be, to, if you're committed to being a gentle parent, but you get comments maybe from family and friends and other well-meaning adults in your life that you're being too soft on your child and that you need to toughen them up. Or maybe, you know, like me, uh, you are a parent who's doing their best to respond respectfully, but it's not working for you. Maybe your child's behaviour is challenging and you don't know what else to do and you feel like you maybe need to be stricter. You might maybe should be using consequences to get your child to show some respect so that they listen to you. And this was certainly the case for me. I really intuitively wanted to be a gentle parent, but I couldn't get my children to listen or do anything. And I was really struggling with my own frustration and temper. And I didn't know what else to do. And I was thinking, you know, maybe I'm getting it all wrong. And yeah, so maybe this has made you doubt yourself. You know, maybe I'm spoiling my child. Maybe I've got it all wrong. Uh, maybe I really should leave them to cry. And uh, maybe I shouldn't be responding to them um, so much. Um, and I need to get tough with them. So I really wanted to talk about this because a lot of the brave parents that I work with, they're really committed to gentle parenting, but they find themselves doubting themselves. Um, you know, and that somehow by responding with respect and compassion, even though it feels right, that we will somehow cause damage or fail to prepare our children for the wider world outside. And, you know, our, from such a young age, we get, you know, when our babies are, are barely out of the newborn stage, we get comments from people saying, you know, oh, if you respond, you know, if you pick them up every time they cry, um, they're never going to learn to sleep on their own. They're never going to be able to self-settle. Um, and then, you know, it keeps going, you know, in childcare, once you send them to childcare, you know, they're not going to be able to respond to every upset. So you're only making life harder for them. If you don't leave them alone now, you'll never be able to get them settled into school. Um, and then, you know, yeah, you, you've got to leave them in their cot. If you, if you respond to them at nighttime, then they're only going to learn. They're going to, uh, they're going to manipulate you or like learn that anytime they cry they're you're going to come and get them. So our society is full of these beliefs and, you know, beliefs like we ha even have these sayings, you know, spare the rod and you'll spoil the child. Or, uh, you know, if you respond to your child with love and attention, that you're making a rod for your own back. So lots of uh, rod metaphors going on here. So I think that, you know, children and rods, they don't go well together. So let's put the rods to one side. Let's focus on the children. And, you know, that's the thing. Many of us have grown up in a society that believes children are unruly and uncivilized and it's our job as parents to teach right from wrong and we have to do this through a system of rewarding or reinforcing good behavior and discouraging or punishing bad behavior 
And, you know, the fear is that if we don't do this, our kids will grow up, will, they'll grow up to be rude and selfish or spoiled and ruined. And that is a big fear for parents. You know, we want our children to grow up and be successful and to have successful relationships and be nice people and to be polite and respectful. So we, a lot of fear comes up with us that we need to parent in this um, harsher way to teach our children right from wrong. And the thing is that we now know we don't need to threaten or punish our children into obeying us or into respecting us. And that actually makes no sense that we get our kids to respect us by modeling respect, by um, creating a respectful relationship between us. And that's the best way to teach respect to a child. Um, and even better than that, we don't even have to positively reinforce or reward good behavior because the thing is, children are naturally good and caring and loving they really want to share and they want to get along with others they want to help us out they want to be cooperative that is their true nature and they are able to be that way whenever they are feeling well regulated and safe and loved then they are able to behave um like you know that, that their beautiful selves that we often see um, so what children really need most um, to be caring and to be loving is that strong relationship with those around them. Um, they need to feel loved. They need an adult who is attentive to them, who makes them feel seen and makes, it, makes them feel heard. And when we can meet those conditions in our, for our children, they will thrive and they will grow up to be respectful and kind and, and lovely human beings. And uh, this is the hand-in-hand -hand perspective, but it is backed up by science as well. It backs up these ideas. And over and over again, research shows us that the strongest predictor of how a child will turn out their future outcomes is this strong parent-child relationship. This, and the parent-child relationship, it is a super protector against all sorts of negative outcomes. So um, when a child is in a close, loving relationship with a safe adult, what is going on? from a neuroscience perspective, and this is a very simplified version, um, but what is happening is that a child's limbic system, which is their emotional brain, and um, whenever that is well-regulated, then what that, so their, their emotional brain is, is calm and is working well um, and is well-regulated, then what happens is, is that a child's thinking brain, their prefrontal cortex, it is engaged. So that the thinking brain um, is you know the impulse control and judgment and decision making so when that's switched on it's running the show and everything goes smoothly and our child is a delight to be around able to listen and cooperate and do all those things so what happens then when their behavior goes off track it's usually because they've lost that strong sense of connection and now their emotional brain gets overwhelmed with big feelings and it takes over the show when that happens, our children lose access to their thinking brain, so they can no longer make good decisions, they no longer have impulse control, their judgment is, goes out the window. Um, and you know that's when their behaviour is really difficult. So what they need most in that moment is connection, not punishment. So when we punish a child that's struggling, what we're doing is we're making things worse. So our child feels further disconnected and their behavior goes further off track. It might work in the short term if a child is afraid and they really put on their best behavior because they're afraid of punishment. But in the long term, it leads to more off track behavior. So if instead we can respond to them with caring and with respect, 
then we what we're doing is we're helping them to learn to regulate their own system um, and they can get back into balance um, where into a balance where their emotional brain is nice and calm and their thinking brain is switched on and when they feel that um, security and connection they are able to behave well and um, you know when we respond to our children's needs with kindness and with respect we are actually modeling the types of behavior that we want for them and we're encouraging and making that behavior more more likely to happen um, and the more we respond to them with calmness during emotional moments then they will slowly learn to regulate their own emotions better it's a learning process as their brain is maturing the more that we can be calm and and um, regulated in our own system our children can lend that calmness and lend that well-regulated system and the more likely they are to be well regulated as well so um so the thing is the problem with using punishments and rewards is that with punishments we are causing further disconnection which leads to more off-track behavior but what about um what's the problem with re rewarding good behavior or positively reinforcing good behavior well first of all we don't need to do it if we can help our children to be well regulated they will naturally behave well without the needs need for rewarding that behavior and the thing is that when we do reward that behavior what we are doing is we are encouraging our children to be motivated by things outside of themselves so um, it, it builds this attitude of you know what's in it for us and we'll only do a certain thing if, if there's um, a reward in it and there's something that we get out of it instead of them being motivated from within themselves where they want to do that because they're part of a family and they care about their siblings and they care about their parents so they want to be cooperative and to help out so it's um, a very different um, it's a very different internal experience for them and in fact if we get our children thinking well again um, and strengthen our relationships with them then this is actually the fastest way to get our children to cooperate and to behave well and the number one way to build cooperation is through relationship so if we build a really strong relationship with our kids and it's built on connection and respect and warmth then you will be the leader in your family and your child will want to follow you and will want to please you um, and the cooperation just flows from that if you respond with say harshness and punishments your child will just push back against that your child will resist further and that resistance will get stronger and stronger the older they get and the less able you are to control them and just to be really clear at this point um, that responding to our children with warmth and with respect is not the same as being permissive I think this is a big misconception so you know it's really important for our children that we have clear boundaries and expectations and but we can do that we can set these limits with warmth and with respect um, we can really listen to our child's side of it we can um, negotiate these things but when it comes down to down to it we absolutely can have a firm limit around something um, and we can do that without shame or without blame so that we're saying no to whatever the behavior is and we're saying yes and we're welcoming the feelings so this is certainly not a permissive approach where our kids just get free reign to do whatever they want and of course listen this is i really get i think this is really important that this is a big ask of parents um, especially parents who are exhausted and overstretched and under supported you know there's a huge emotional burden um, around parenting and 
if we are in the position where we're very much uh, in survival mode, if we're in survival parenting, where we're struggling to get through every day, where we have worries about our, our own health or our children's health, where um, you know, we have worries about putting a house over our head and earning, bringing in money so we can feed our children, if we're worried about our own safety, if we have um, a lot of trauma in our lives, then um, you know, this, it can be extra difficult, it can be more difficult to respond to our children with this level of connection, especially when we're so under-supported. Um, and you know, the key here is really the amount of support that we have. So I just want to highlight that, that it, I, I really get that it isn't a level playing field. And it's really important to acknowledge that, that each and every parent is working to the best of your capabilities. Every parent is, is doing their best, but some of us have more advantage than others on that. So, and look, that is why hand in hand, and I am here to get you that support that you need. So you may be new to hand in hand, or you might have been following us for a little while now. Um, and Hand in Hand has five simple tools which are designed to help you so that you can really make gentle parenting a reality. And that was the case for me when I was really struggling to be a gentle parent. Um, and it was so important to me as, as my values, but I was really struggling to make that a reality. And what I found was that the Hand in Hand tools gave me the practical ideas and the framework um, on which I could build my uh, gentle parenting values and really put them into practice build connection into my family and really get it working for me. And that was the missing piece that I needed to, uh, to, to make this a reality and to build cooperation and to get the support that I needed as a parent, which is so important. So what I want to tell you is that it's absolutely okay to respond to your children's needs. It's okay to treat them with respect and with empathy and with love, especially when they are struggling and especially when their behavior is difficult. That's when they need us in their corner, standing by them, not giving up on them. And doing that by responding in those ways, we are actually helping our kids to develop kindness and confidence and resilience and also respect. They are going to grow up to be respectful, kind people in the world. Okay, so let's bring this back to the idea that no, you are not ruining your child by responding to them with respect. In fact, it's quite the opposite. By modeling this kind of compassion and acceptance and respect, you are creating a better world because your children will grow up with those values and they will bring them out into the world and into the relationships that they're in. So our job as parents is to, as much as we are able to, is to provide a safe space for our kids to grow and to thrive so that we can you know, meet their upset with calm, that we can listen to their feelings instead of suppressing them, we can accept them for um, who they are, all the, all the messy bits as well, and not just accepting them when their behavior is on its best, that you know, kids have a full range of emotions and they're all welcome. And um, you know, that they can rely on us to offer connection whenever things get tough, and that we'll turn towards our children when they struggle, instead of you know, pushing them away when they really need us most. So if you are a parent who really wants to be gentle, but you're struggling with a child who's maybe not listening or where everything turns into an argument or a standoff until you reach the point where you're frustrated and you're out of patience and you end up shouting, then I have an incredible free masterclass coming up next week, my Peaceful Parent Masterclass, and I'm gonna drop the, li the link down below you're so welcome to come and join me. Um, you know, and if you really want to respond to your child with warmth and with respect, but you also need them to listen and get out the door on time, 
then that is what I hear all the time from the parents I work with. And so I've created this Peaceful Parent Masterclass with you in mind. So the sign up link is below. I'm going to pop it below straight after this. Um, and I would absolutely love for you to join us. Uh, if you want to stay connected with me, you can follow me at Pam Parent Coach on Instagram and you'll find the link there too to my masterclass. So I also have a gift for you from Hand in Hand, which is a really wonderful booklet which explores in detail some of these ideas about how our children's emotions work and how we can support them. So you can get that. Um, I'm going to drop the link for that down below as well. Um, so I hope this Facebook Live has given you hope and I hope it's given you inspiration and belief that you are on the right path. There can be a lonely path, you know, and um, when the rest of society is maybe doing things quite differently than how you want to parent, but how you respond to your child really matters. It matters to you and your relationship with your child and it, it matters in terms of the how your child is going to go out into the world and um, bring those values with them and respond to others in this in this way in this gentle respectful compassionate way and that is a very powerful thing so thank you for being part of this wonderful hand in hand community i am going to be back here next month and um, again so you are so welcome to join me keep an eye out for that lovely to be here today thank you everybody If you enjoyed listening, I would be so grateful if you left a review on Apple Podcasts or iTunes or whatever service you use to listen to podcasts. This will really help me to reach more parents. You could also share the podcast with any other hardworking parents you think might enjoy it. Thanks for your support. Would you like to get your kids listening so you don't have to shout and instead you can start enjoying being a parent? Then pop along to my website, pamtheparentcoach.com or follow the link in the show notes to get signed up to my next virtual Peaceful Parenting Masterclass. See you next time.